Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. We are here to talk about wrapping up 2021 and rolling into 2022 and how do we digest, process, and set some intentions for the next year. Um, So if you don't currently have a journal and pen handy, go get one. And the other thing I'd like to ask you to do is to think about... um, something that you just love to kind of dance to, something that makes you shake. So um, hit pause if you need to, go get a journal and a pen, and then also look through your phone or wherever you are to see if you have something that can just get you to stand up and just move a little bit. So one of the things that I have found, and I actually learned this from um, the Yoga Girl podcast, was that I would sit down to journal and I'd be kind of like, you know, like in this like, slump where I couldn't really pull out what I was actually thinking or feeling. And sometimes I would find that either like my feelings would override my thoughts or vice versa. And what I found was if I just crank a song and just dance to it and then instantly sit down and be ready to journal, what comes out is a much purer, much more straightforward representation of what's going on than if I just sit down and try to force it. So um, I'd like you to hit pause, crank some tunes, Dance, 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 and then come back and hit play. All right, so I'm hoping you danced. I'm hoping that you used that time to really shake it out. Hopefully it was something um, quite rocking. At least that's what we like in our house. And um, so I like to break down the year into a couple aspects. First of all, I like to digest what happened in 2021. And I like to do it in four parts. So um, in your journal, if you just write down at the very top, you know, family, and then just journal about what happened with your family this year and think about um, in particular highs and lows. And so what I like to do is I like to just kind of vomit everything that happened with family in, in this past year. And then, you know, what were some high points with my family and what were some low points? I think that often when we're journaling, we're either in the moment and it's very negative or it's very positive, but reflecting back on it and truly thinking about what were the highs and lows with my family, I think are quite important. So once you finish that, and you should feel free to hit pause whenever, um, the very next page, I like to put down my work life. Now, for many of you who are listening, you know that my work is actually quite important to me. And um, I, for a long time, I actually ignored this portion of kind of integrating and, and um, assessing. So truly sit down and do the exact same thing. So purge everything that you can think of that happened work-wise this year. And then I like to just physically write down, here's a high. And here's a low, or here are a whole bunch of highs and a whole bunch of lows. Um, And what I've found when doing this is that in in all of these cases, for these four kind of elements of your life, um, I find that there's areas where I instantly think, ooh, this next year, like here's an area I really want to focus on. And so putting down kind of what are the highs and what are the lows, I think also gives you a bit of guidance as to where maybe you want to actually put some energy um, in the coming year. So once you finish up those two, the next one, you know, and I like to do a separate page for each of these is health. And again, you just write down everything that happened with your health this year, right? Like, did your hands crack constantly because it's so dry? Um, Did you end up breaking something? Did you end up having surgery? Did you end up having absolutely nothing, right? Like health-wise, everything was perfectly fine. Did you run out, end up running 3000 miles, right? You know, journal it down. And then again, write down, you know, your highs and lows, right? You know, what, what can you physically pick out from those those um, items throughout your list of of things that happen with your health? 
For me, um, you know, one of the highs, as you've heard on here, is right, uh, cutting out foods that I know intentionally upset me. And one of the lows is I feel like I'm just more achy, right? So I'll do something, my wrist hurts. You know, I step funny, my knee hurts. And, you know, I know that a lot of folks say it's just age, but but it bugs me. It's like, damn it. <laughs> um, and that's a low for me, right? It's a low to constantly kind of have those aches. All right. The last one, which is a really hard one for me, is feelings. So the fourth header for me is feelings. And it's going through and writing out those, you know, highs and lows for feelings for this year. And also kind of what were all the things that you can vividly remember feeling from this past year? Um, This one for me, right, this past year, I've really been working a lot on self and processing a lot with self. And so getting my feelings out and getting them down, which has always been a struggle, um, was a bit easier this year for me. And so um, that is one of those highs, right, that (laughs) it was a bit easier. So, you know, again, feel free to hit pause whenever um, and then we're going to then go on to um, the next portion. So I like to just do this as kind of a bulleted list. So um, what is the one thing you're most proud of from this year? Right. Just write it down. For me, it was watercoloring, right? Um, What was one of your biggest mistakes from this year? Right. And write it down. So one of my biggest mistakes from this year is being too busy to be present. And it happened to me a lot at work. It happened to me a lot at home. I was just too busy to physically be present. And that was a huge mistake for me. Um, and then the next bullet is, um, what did I not do this year that I had either planned to do or I last year said I wanted to focus on and spend some time journaling about what it is that you didn't do that maybe you do want to do or you don't want to do, right? Like one way or the other, you clearly didn't do it for a reason, <laughs> If this is your first time journaling, so maybe it's nothing. Huh? I had nothing planned. Um, and then this one I love, um, which is, um, what did I learn this past year? And I feel like this is one of those things where you should be able to say, I learned this every single year, right? Like we should constantly be learning. And so I think going through and actually forcing yourself to say, this is what I learned this year is really important. Um, and so that's, that's the, um, that's the last bullet. So once you've done all that, that's kind of for me anyways, my digestion of 2021, right? Then I look at those four elements again, right? So family, work, health, and then feelings. And I just write a few words as to where do I want to focus those for this next year, right? And maybe there's nothing I want to change, right? Maybe it's perfectly fine the way it is, right? But I journal that down, right? Um, you know, for my health, I actually put down that, you know, one of the things that, um, was that, you know, running these extra miles this year, especially during my birthday month and my sister's birthday month, you know, I have a tendency to let it drop off afterwards and I don't want to do that this year. Right. So I just have a little note to myself, right. It's not, it's not a resolution. It is a, you know, you feel better when you're out there getting a little bit more done. Um, The other thing that I do is I take a clean scrap of paper and I write down the one thing that I want to leave in the past in 2021. Um, I do it every year and I will save it. And on New Year's Eve, I will burn it. And it is very cathartic. So if there is one thing that you just don't want to ever think about again, you just want to walk away from, um, I recommend just writing it on a blank piece of paper 
I like to fold it. I keep it in my journal. And then on New Year's Eve, we make a roaring fire in our fireplace and I set it on fire. You know, my husband will do it. My daughter will do it. We just, we, we burn it and walk away and it feels fantastic. So I highly recommend trying it. So then the last portion of this, right, is just to kind of mull about all of that stuff that you just wrote down. And I like to write something that says, my intention for 2022 is, and then I write down what my intention is. And, you know, your intention might be to work more, work less, or, you know, focus on self or, you know, run an ultra marathon. I don't know. I don't know what your intention is for 2022. I know what mine is because, you know, I went through the process of writing it down. And then from there, I like to write down what is going to be my mantra for 2022. And it is very hard for me. It's hard for me to come up with a single word mantra. And so what ends up happening is it's kind of like I I vomit out things, right? So um, especially looking through what my biggest mistake was and realizing that that my biggest mistake of being too busy and not being present um, made me think, okay, you know, be present, right? So I, I write down, be present, but then I'm like, no, I, w- I want to be here now, right? So I write down here now. And then I write down, no, now, right? <laughs> and in the end, what I actually wrote down was carpe diem, right? And I know it sounds incredibly cheesy, but this next year, what I really want to focus on is being in the moment and seizing everything within that moment. Um, and so, of course, you know, when I talk about intentions and what do I do, right? Like, as soon as I came up with it, then I sit down, right? I like order my little mantra bracelet, you know, it'll be here by the time the new year rolls around. And then every day I'll remind myself to be present, right? To seize each and every opportunity, right? So for me, that's kind of my mantra, right? If you want to know what my overall intention is for 2022, um, and hopefully, you know, you've already gone through to write yours or you are going to be writing yours, so I'm not swaying you in any which way. Um, but I want to live slim- simply this year. I want to listen more than I speak and be open to change, like big, broad change. I want to be open to anything that comes my direction, right? So I then did a four-car draw for wrapping up 2021 and into 2022. And I think I podcast about this last year because I used my Nightmare Before Christmas deck. So the very first card you pull is, and I pull all four, I line them up. I don't even look at them. And I think about, okay, wrapping up this year, I'm rolling into 2022. Tell me what's on the horizon, right? And so the very first card is your biggest lesson of 2021. And my biggest lesson was um, the seven, which was a hangman card. And it said, life is unpredictable. You get caught up in plans and goals and the future. Pause and focus on the present. (laughs) How crazy is that, right? And of course, I did this card draw at the end of everything, right? Like, I don't do it in the middle. I don't do it to sway myself, right? I did this at the end. Number two, the second card is the overall theme from this past year, 2021, right? And I got the Knight of Potions, which is graceful, effortlessly fluid um, figure, backs up dreams with focused momentum and action, Um, which is pretty interesting because I feel like I have been really focused this year. I don't think anything's been graceful or effortless, but eh, that's what it said. So then it's the third card. It's the lesson that I will address and overcome for this next year. So for 2022, and I got the queen of presence, which is difficulty finding balance with work and home pulled between the two and unable to focus, reevaluate what is important to you and adjust your schedule. I mean, holy shit right? It's exactly what I was thinking. It's exactly what was on the horizon for me. And to pull that card in that position 
it's like, yeah, exactly. That is exactly where I need to put my energy this next year. Um, and then the fourth card is what blessing will be most prominent for you in 2022? Keeping in deck in mind, right? Like this is a deck of whatever, 72 cards, right? And I got the, what is it here? Um, the six of potions, which is your wishes are being granted. Lucky stars align and things finally will fall into place. Enjoy yourself and appreciate the magic in your life. It's like, <laughs> you know, I want to be present. I want to enjoy those moments. I know that I haven't focused on them nearly enough this past year. And I think a lot of that is because of where I decided to put my intention for this past year. Um, but I'm making it a priority for this year. And, you know, according to my cards, right, um, that will be the most prominent thing for me in this next year, which I'm really grateful for. So I hope that this helps you set some intentions. I hope that it gives you maybe even a few journaling prompts for things to look at in your life. Um, I honestly believe that when you journal and write about those four elements um, and keeping in mind that, you know, we are not individual components of those, right? Like it's kind of hard for me to separate certain things and letting that flow over on the page, right? Not trying to keep it in a box. And I think what you'll find is that when you block it out like this, it gives you the sense of centeredness, at least rolling into the new year. And for me anyways, it's a centeredness that I really try to keep throughout the entire year. And so I hope it helps you. And please drop me a line and let me know um, if you want me to do, you know, a four card draw just for you. I will catch you on the flip side.